You are now into film. I say, Nate, you're fond of me lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of juke bubble gum piled, you know that? Say it, sir! I don't believe you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer my question. Were you what is going on, everybody? Welcome driving? to the Film Code Podcast. The podcast where film is subjective, but also... Mm. <laughs> my name is Phoenix Clouden, and I'm joined by the great Zach Sneef. Zach, how are you today, bro? Hey, Phoenix. I'm doing good, man. Uh, had some computer issues this morning, so... But we got it all fixed out, and uh, I'm just excited to be here and talk about it now. So that's all that matters. All right. Well, we are discussing a highly anticipated movie in my in my mind, anyway. Uh, uh, the latest release by uh, Brad Pitt, Bullet Train, also starring Brian Tyree Henry, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, uh, Hir- Hiroyuki Sanada. And Sandra Bullock also in here. Uh, pretty stacked cast. It's a one location action film. Also has a cameo there by uh, was it Bad Bunny? Yes, it was yeah. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. It was Bad Bunny. <laughs> so they have some cameo roles in here. Uh, so right off the bat, uh, let me know about what you were expecting going into this movie and um your overall impressions non-spoiler you know going into this movie i was expecting actually um some i i I know it's not meant to be a comedy but i was expecting more humor really to be honest like i was expecting it to because they you know the the trailers Mm -hmm. the way they make them it's like you know some funny supposed to be some funny scenes from there and so i was like okay it's gonna be like a little like action and you know some jokes and so i thought uh i actually thought it'd be like more i guess comedic when I, before going into it so yeah there's some comedic moments i mean there I would, are yeah i would uh, say there's like i would say yeah i agree i think there's only like three characters that really kind of give you humor uh everyone else is sort of very playing it very dark but i i would disagree i actually think that works um like that that it's because when i first saw it when i first saw the trailer i was like oh yeah like i I sort of had the same thought as you it's like oh it'll be like a nice little cool action comedy or whatever and it was kind of nice to like see that it wasn't so like over the top you know, joke heavy, uh, trying to be funny, but like some well-placed bits of humor, but it was really mostly just like, no, this is a violent kind of shoot 'em up kind of movie. And I was like, well, I respect that. Like it was, it was, it was more of an action film than it was a, a comedic film. And like, we just covered the gray man last week and, um, or the week before. And, you know, that was sort of similar where it was like, it was kind of very action heavy, but it had a few bits of humor in it um, that just didn't take away from the action. And that's sort of what I liked. I think here, I think here though, the the seriousness of the action was 
heightened even more than the than the comedy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the only thing I say. But like I get how you got that impression from the trailer because uh you the know, way they marketed it was yeah. not like that. Right. It was very it was very like, oh no, there's gonna be some laughs here. And there were yeah. there there are. I'm I'm not saying that there aren't, but like it's not nearly as many as you might have thought looking at the trailer. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like actually, for being honest, I think most of the humorous parts of the movie were in the trailer. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean Brad Pitt himself is like uh kind of like a not serious funny character. Right. And like that can be taken as like um you know, he doesn't take anything too serious so but we we're not gonna we'll talk but yeah i just expected there to be a little more comedy i think in it um before going into it and overall what was your takeaway from the film i don't know i felt like i was wanting from it i I think also it didn't help that everyone's like, oh, this movie is great. And then I go into it and I'm like, okay, like it's going to be great. And then I like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, yeah. It's, it's like not what I was expecting. That, that, that always, I mean, it's, it's, don't get me wrong. It's, it's good. It's just, I, I just wanted more from it. I don't know. And I was just like dissatisfied leaving. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, um, you mentioned off camera that uh, you had seen another movie. Uh, yeah, that that maybe and maybe that definitely uh, had an effect on this film because like sometimes you'll see two kind of similar movies around the same time. Right. One one does something like so much better than the other. So like that could also be tainting the experience because I'm like I came out of bullet I came out of bullet train like oh man that's that's really awesome. But like, yeah, if yeah. I'd seen something else that was kind of similar to it that also did it well, I would probably be a little bit. Down. It wasn't super similar, but I think that what got me was that one. Like both of them, like have like this big reveal at the end, and you're like they're both going for this, like oh, you didn't you didn't expect like this, uh, you know. Mm. But this one to me was just like more obvious than. Mm. Does that make sense? I was like, I want because people. I think Brandon said to me um, before I saw it. He was like, he was like, yeah, it's a little slow in the beginning. The things begin to unravel, and the ending's so good. I'm like, so I'm expecting there to be <laughs> like this huge reveal, and I'm like, yeah, I could have figured that out <laughs> like way sooner. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, of course, I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, I don't know. The fact that he hired all of them, I kind of figured that was. Uh, well. That was. Uh, uh, no, like, wait, we're still non-spoilers. Edit right, that, right. Edit that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I I dug it though. Like I like I said, like the ending. I wouldn't go so far as to be like, oh my god, it's so good. But like, it was. It made sense for for the movie. Uh, as a whole but for me like okay I'll give you a I'll give you a perfect example the the reason why I loved the action so much in this movie even though it's a little bit crazy or not even crazy it's just a little bit 
much. No, that's not the right word. Um, okay, it's not far-fetched, right? That's what I'll say. It's not, it's not super far-fetched. We don't have scenes where it's like, where it's like, oh, someone's, uh, you know, they they get shot in the head, yet they miraculously live or something like that. Yeah, like, they're able to cut another guy's head off before they die or something like that. Like it's not it's not too much. It's not like, hey, there's this dude who he he outruns the bullet train. Like like no, like okay, calm down. Like it's not it's not stuff like that. There there, there are there, there are, are some. Yeah, there, yeah, there are some that's like <laughs> you guys go for this like, like such a realistic right thing, and then it's like, and then you had to like do that. Not. Yeah, it's <laughs> like why. Right. That bothered me so much. I was like, I was like, okay, yes, I understand this is a movie, but <laughs> you've been going realistic this like almost the entire movie, and there's like these two or three instances that yeah. just do not match up with the rest yeah. of this movie. Yeah. It's just like, uh, like why? Why did you guys do that? I like, like, and I know exactly what movie you're talking about, and like, yeah. So like, it's it's it, that's what I kind of like is like. For the most part, like yeah, we're 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 pretty good. Like this is making sense in terms of action. And then there's like two or three scenes where you're like, mm, okay, I'm gonna suspend my disbelief. That's fine. Like, but it's like, don't don't go too crazy. It's just it's just like two or three where you're like, mm, okay, <laughs> like I'll I'll let you slide, but you're you're pushing it. <laughs> But other than that, uh, I, I thought the action was really well done. Um, so I want to talk characters, right? Because this whole movie is really about the characters and them being on this train and in this situation together. So, uh, like, let's let's kick off with the guys who kick. They pretty much yeah. Break the spoiler seal. Uh, not yet. I just want to talk. Okay. Just, just want to talk oh, okay. about the characters. Uh, uh, so like. Obviously, Brad Pitt is the big name, you know, the marquee name for this for this movie, and his character's Ladybug, who's uh, you know, what I'm saying has a story behind it, all really good and dandy. To me, the heart of this movie was Lemon and Tangerine, <laughs> uh, like they were the heart and the story of this movie. I thought these guys were great. I thought Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson played off each other so incredibly well i mean like really really incredibly well uh i dug everything about their dynamic that they were literally my favorite part of the movie to the point where there's a moment where we think you know uh they're goners pretty much and i literally was like oh like, like i was like it was like a, it was like a healthy like 45 minutes left in the movie i was like oh man i was like i'm gonna miss that you know what I'm saying I was like it's like there's more of this movie without them I was like I don't think I'm gonna like this movie much <laughs> like like because they were literally like my favorite uh aspect of it um so that that's that's it for me uh on those two guys because I just didn't expect that they were the heart of this story and that's that's a nice little swerve that you get once you uh once you get in there there's some other great characters throughout this movie though yeah so you have them, you have um, the 
Well, the little prince was it? Yes, the little prince. The little <laughs> prince, the the white death, <laughs> the elder, the elder, and the wolf, the wolf, and the hornet. Yes, and you have the water bottle. <laughs> Who has the most unique perspective on this whole movie? Uh, so funny. Yeah. I, uh, we'll, we'll talk about why that part was funny. <laughs> and yeah, so these are all, I mean, they all, what I, what I really liked about these characters too, um, I want to give a shout out to the costume team. Mm. Like, Oh my gosh, it was just so beautiful. Like, because these characters are all from different places, and the way that they portray them is just so well done and matches them so perfectly. I really, I really love some of the costumes in here. Yeah, um, that they did. So, yeah, that was nice. that was great. Nice shout out. I I dig that. Nice shout out. Yeah, yeah. I do think like the yeah yeah nice shout out because I I didn't even think about that, but yeah, like some of those costumes. Especially, you know, set setting the story in in Tokyo, um, Tokyo or is it Japan? Some it's in Japan, I think, because Kyoto. Uh, they're heading towards Kyoto, um, and like yeah, just that neon bright colors like clashing against each other on the outside outside of the train, and then you have some of that in, inside of the train, and yeah, you got some really cool. Uh, color dynamics i think that work really well uh throughout each scene especially like you have different uh train cars different uh sections of the train yeah that are colored different you know saying so, there's one that's like sort of orangish gray and then there's another one that's purple and then there's another one that's pink and then there's another one that's blue and so like getting the costume contrast uh together so that it doesn't clash on screen i think is is done expertly well so that's a good shout out good eye for that uh i've done that um yeah man one of my one of the things i will say though um i love hiroyuki sonata i think he's so talented of an actor he's seriously one of the best like martial artists and just best actors ever and I was feeling so bad for this guy for so long because every movie he had been in, he had been like a side character, wasn't given much much of a role, wasn't given many lines, and he was getting killed like instantly, like you know what I'm saying? He wasn't wasn't given the range that I know he's capable of doing. And so I was so happy to see him in here. And he has he's got great lines, he's got great moments. He's got, you know, say he's got killer action scenes. I mean, like he really delivers, and like, and I was just so happy for him because, like, he was in he, he played Scorpion in the new Mortal Kombat movie, and it was just terrible. Like, like I felt so bad for him. It was terrible. He was in Avengers Endgame, but it was only for a scene, and he gets murdered instantly again. Like, I'm like, this guy is so good. Give him more. So I was so happy with his role here, and I hope he gets more just like it. Uh, so that's that's it for me. Anything else you want to say on the characters? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, obviously, the prince in the movies is funny. The little prince <laughs> is funny um, for other reasons, which right. we'll find out when you watch the movie. But um, 
No, I think besides that, I, I really did like all the characters. I like they all had these different personalities, like very, very clear. So yeah. I do I do wanna say we set off you said off camera, like you wish you gotten more. Yeah, from, I yeah, I do wish I had gotten more from some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's a lot of characters, but like mm-hmm. I was excited to see like because they, they go into these intricate backstories. Right. And then you're like oh sick like i'm about <laughs> like you're like oh I'm, I'm about to like see more of this and yeah. then like obviously later on you don't i'm not going to spoil which characters that those are but yeah it was just it for me it was uh dissatisfying i i did not like that mm. so don't get attached to a character <laughs> just they have a cool backstory because although it does make sense in the end if you're expecting it to be for the character, you're like, it's just not that. Right. It sucks. Cause, uh, I, I agree with, with Zach here. Like there's, there's some characters who are introduced and you're like, Ooh, like, Ooh, I, I, I want to see more. I can't wait to see more. I hope there's more. And there's not. <laughs> and that, that, that sucks. Cause you're like, there's such kick-ass freaking characters. Um, so uh, what we what I did find out is that these movies, this movie, which I did not know, is based on a series of books. Hello, Film Code listeners. This is Phoenix Cloudon chiming in in the middle of this episode in post. I just want to clarify something that I said in this episode. I said that this movie is based on a series of books. That is not exactly true. It is based off of one book by an author who has written multiple books. Um but they are not based entirely on this subject. So just had to pop in and clarify that. Uh, We'll see what else we get from this universe, but uh, in case I bring it up again later throughout the the episode, which I do, uh, you know that I did come in and clarify it, just so putting it out there. All right, back to the episode. Uh, So like, there's hope that maybe we get like a prequel story with some of these characters which would be (laughs) so keep hope alive uh (laughs) but uh yeah so we are gonna go ahead and break the seal here and talk spoilers if you have not seen bullet train we cannot encourage you enough to go check out that movie uh find out everything that it's about and come back here and listen to our completely unvarnished spoiler thoughts uh which we're gonna get into right so talking spoilers zach uh kick us off what are your spoiler thoughts on bullet train yeah, so the fact that Wolf got killed right away pissed me <laughs> off. That pissed me off so much. Um, I was Bad Bunny looks so cool, so badass. So cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm half Mexican, so the big Mexico <laughs> belt buckle right. and the the Latin music. Oh, I was just like, come on, let's right. go! And then he gets killed in like ten seconds. Like I was like, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they gave him such a cool ass intro and i was like so yes. cool. i love like the latin like 
like feel like the uh you know like the the mexican pride i was like right. it's so cool and then they like killed him i was like oh like, i was just wanting like they made him such a badass and the fact he died so easy i was just like are you serious right and he died because he threw a knife and it bounced back and stabbed him in the heart right that to me was comedic and i and i understand what they were going for <laughs> because before like his wife died and he goes me corazon and mm-hmm. then he he throws a knife he comes back stabbing her he goes me corazon i was like yeah that's not funny i i just want to see more of that character <laughs> like it's not funny right right so, like that. it's meant to be poetic right you know what I'm saying like he's doing all this for his love yeah but they did this they try to be poetic within the span of like five minutes or less like right right. you know and (laughs) i don't know that character so there's no attachment for when he died right and they just kind of make a huge joke out of the fact he died and i was like this is this sucks Oh man! I like even like... if they did a prequel on him, right? right? Like the fact I know how he dies is so stupid. It's right. like I don't like. It's just gonna ruin the prequels for me because I know what happens to him. Right. That you sucks. Know? Um, I I agree. I, like, I do think though they later do some really funny things with with, with the world. Oh, character. they do. Yeah, so they but... they do some funny stuff. But that's the thing. I wanted to be like. Yeah, you want like, like if, if he if he had made it to the end, like because with the end sequence that they have, that that shit would have been sweet. Because he was a, he was such a badass. Uh, but yeah, I get it. Um, I I I I love that character, and I'm not even that big of a Bad Bunny fan, and I thought he he really brought it to that even small role that he had. Uh, but yeah, I agree. They should have they should have let him live. That sucked. <laughs> Uh also uh we lose Hornet, uh who I loved her intro. Like number one, there's this giant freaking what is it, a mamuska or something? It's a Japanese like, uh, yeah, like the furry uh, animal yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and like she's in the uh costume. She's like the character of the bullet train. Right. It's like she's in the costume that whole time and it which is hysterical because there's some moments. Uh, with her in costume, which are are hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, it's just cool uh, to see her. But you know, played again by Academy Award winner Ariana DeBose. Uh, very small role. It kind of upsets me. Like, like the way you're upset about the wolf, this one upsets me because it's like this is Academy Award winner, man. Like. It's like this is the role you give her before she wins an Academy Award, not after. Like, like it's so right. small. It's such a small role. She has very little dialogue. All of her sentences end with her saying "bitch," which is hilarious. But also, like, come on, like, like. Um, yeah, they gave her such a cool backstory too. Yeah, and yeah. actually, the Hornet is played by Zazie Beads. Oh, is that Zazie? Yeah, yeah, that's Zazie Beads. Oh. That's- that's not Ariana DeBose. Oh man, we we gonna have to. Edit yeah, that. I knew it was Zazzy. I I just looked it up and I was like, Oh, that's. You said Ariana DeBose. I was like, That's like, not Ariana DeBose. Well, and I gonna, went to look. Yeah, Zazzy Beats. I'm gonna have to fix all of that in post. <laughs> like, uh, 
we are joined by a special guest late in the in the show. <laughs> Welcome, Brandon. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> My alarm did not go off. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. We are we are in the midst of talking bullet train. Uh, we are already talking spoilers, so why don't you dive in immediately? Yeah, let's uh, do this. And uh, tell us your 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 spoiler thoughts on on Bullet Train. What did you think of the film overall? Man, diving right into it, I absolutely loved it, man. Um, I think like as as soon as like the film started, I think the pacing was kind of iffy at first, mm-hmm. but like jumping right into the film, it was fantastic. The action was great. Um, the comedy was great because it wasn't just forced all the time. It was just. It was just, it was there, I but agree. it was forced. It fit. It worked. Oh my God. <laughs> now we're talk. we talked characters a little bit earlier. Let me know, like, were there any particular characters you liked or didn't like? I love Tangerine. Tangerine was great. <laughs> Tangerine was great. I loved, I loved his, him and, and Lemon's dynamic. I thought they were just fantastic. I was. Just complaining to feel felt like they horned off way too quickly and it pissed me off. <laughs> Wait, they did what? Killed Wolf and Horned off way too quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I I think that kind of worked. No, it didn't. <laughs> Brandon, there's times where you're right and where you're wrong. This is one of those times where you're wrong. <laughs> I I agree. They, they made they made Wolf such a badass Mexican character. He's such a badass, and then <laughs> like he's like killing all these people, like just crazy. He makes it out alive of the wedding, and he dies within five minutes of leaving. Like <laughs> when he's when he's finally somewhere else. Eh. <laughs> that, that just shows that. Uh, um. Ladybug's luck isn't actually bad luck. Yeah, I mean, oh. like they use they 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 sacrifice that character to make a point, which is is true. And like, but I agree, like he was so badass, he should have stuck around. Um, and like I said, I liked Hornet a lot. We just realized that it was Zazzy Beats and not Ariana DeBose. So my apologies to Ariana DeBose. Uh, hope you'll do more work in the future. Zazie Beats, also my apologies, because she's an amazing actress and she killed it. You know what I'm saying? She was she was great here in a in a very small role um, that I thought was great. Uh, but yeah. Any other characters that you like, Brandon? Oh, I mean, I, I, I was just starting off. Like I loved <laughs> I loved every single character in this movie. Like even even Lemon Man, he I love his analogies for Thomas the Tank Engine. He's like, <laughs> You're a diesel. You're a diesel. <laughs> I I, I kind of like the prince too. Um, um, Joey King's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's weird, like, cause you, I used to watch all the C like the CWDC shows, nice. and like you would you would see her like uh, like at just starting off her career as like one of just the the random meta humans in that show, and then I never watched it, but you see her promoting like the kissing booth and stuff, and then mm-hmm. now she's in a, such a, a, a huge movie like this. That's it's fantastic for her. Absolutely, absolutely. She was she was great. 
she was the worst. <laughs> like, like, she was the absolute worst. I like, I loved, I love Joey King. Uh, I, I, I actually really like this character, but she was the absolute worst. Like, the, the absolute yeah. worst. So let's talk the premise of the story. I mean, it starts off the fact that Joey King's character, we don't know this, her character pushes off the son in the beginning of this um, Japanese family. So it's like a grandfather, his, uh, it's like a grandfather, the father, and then the son. And the father is like laying there looking at a child in a hospital bed uh after he was just pushed off a roof and the grandfather's basically telling him you know father should be son and so it all starts off with this and then he's gonna go on this bullet train and you know he knows the seat number and he's gonna figure out who it is and kill them and that's kind of how it starts and then of course brad pitt's character is there he's also going on there um so this whole time is leading what that what happened there and then eventually to the white death who is orchestrating all of this and hiring all these contractors which we don't find out until much later so that's kind of the premises of this movie is him getting revenge on all these contractors who had hurt him and his family that that's the whole point of the story that's what i loved is just how because everybody has the reason for being there and then it just ties up in a nice, neat little bow uh, when the when the white death gets there. He's like, oh, yeah, I just I, I, I orchestrated all of this. <laughs> and I, I think it's so funny that he's like, now you will die, Carver. I'm like, he's like, Carver? I'm not Carver. <laughs> and then it revealed to be Ryan Reynolds. That's hilarious. But like and, and perfect casting, by the way, like he talk, he talks shit about Carver the entire the entire movie. It blames him for the fact that he's like, you sh- this should be you. This is, this is, you know what I'm saying? How dare you get a stomach ache or whatever this whole time? And like, and that, the fact that it comes together and it's like, now it's it's time for, for Carver to die. And he's like, oh, wait, this whole time he thought I was someone else because of this like random occurrence that he decides to call off sick. Like what? I just think that's so hilarious. Wrong place, wrong time type of story. Uh, I thought it was well played. Just, just genuinely well played. Um, maybe not the cleverest ending, because like Zach said earlier, he kind of he kind of spotted it. But like, I do think the mistaken identity of it all is is hilarious to me. That 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 part, yeah, sure, that's funny. But the fa- okay. This is what what pissed me off too. They make this movie so incredibly realistic, from them fighting on the train and from like them actually you know go flying off the train when it you know I mean it's going two hundred miles an hour. Right. They make this so realistic and they ruin it with like three or four moments here. <laughs> like the first moment, first of all, is the son getting shot and mm. being alive. He had no reason to be alive. He wasn't wearing a vest. Right. And he magically comes back to life. And then they go, oh, it's fate. Well, he wasn't shot fatally. He was just shot he in was, an area he was where wounded. he would... Yeah, he was just incapacitated. Yeah. yeah, he was just, you know, sitting bleeding out for hours with a bullet hole. But you know, we're just going to... We're going to ignore that. Okay, yeah, it wasn't fatal, but 
he has a bullet hole in him. He's bleeding out and hasn't been stitched up. And he's he's up and around walking hours later. Yeah, okay. Makes total sense. But <laughs> I would like, Brandon, you know, I just whenever you shoot, I mean, I hope you don't. But if you <laughs> ever shoot someone, I'd like to see them walk away from that. Iron like, Man got stabbed. Okay, once again, though, this movie is going for realistic in multiple scenes and they're realistic with some of like the human traits in the avengers that's yeah but they're they're known for not dying right Mm -hmm. they're known for that these people are not there's no they're not known for that i don't know about the book because phoenix is telling me there's apparently a whole book this is based off of didn't you say that like a yes Yes, it's a book series right so i don't know but for anyone who doesn't know the characters, the fact that everything else is so realistic, so like life or death, you know, anything, you know, happens right away. The That scene to me just ruins it. There's a couple other scenes here that ruin it too for me. Um, like, you know, the bullet train is going 200 miles an hour. Brad Pitt should not have walked away. No one in that <laughs> whole train should have walked away from that. When you get a, a 200 mile per hour train derailed and going through houses, even if you land on a stuffed whatever, it slowed gonna... down to 50 miles an hour. Okay. I... If you if you look back at the speedometer when like when that scene happens, they're slowed to like 50, 50 miles an hour. Yeah, it's the it's the crash though that that kicks up their speed. I mean, it's not quite 200 miles per hour. But like they are in a like death defying free fall at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And also then the scene where he hits the water from the train, uh, Lemon. Mm-hmm. Like if you hit the water at that speed, you're dead. Like you don't, you don't come, there's no coming back from that. <laughs> He's still alive. And don't get me wrong, I do like the ending. I like how they wrapped it up, but he's, it's just, there's these moments and it's just, it bothers me because everything else in that entire movie is so realistic compared to these moments. So, yeah, uh, that would be probably my biggest complaint, that, and it just didn't do it for me. Brandon, I don't know, man, after you said, like, there's this big reveal and I'm expecting it, I could have figured out that the contractor hired them and or the the white death had hired them. I mean, I kind of figured that way earlier. So it just was like very dissatisfying for me to, to that watch. was that was something I didn't pick up on until the end until he revealed it because I completely forgot that he was a fill-in. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So so. I, you know what? Uh, you know, a, a scene that I loved was after the film ended, and it, you see who ran. <laughs> over. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm okay with him, right? Being alive for that. But <laughs> they, I don't know, they should have had another way for him to get to that, in my opinion. But it's, it's whatever. I mean. Yeah, like that's why I say like the characters are the are pretty much the most important part of this of this film is because how you how you feel about them really translates into what actually happens 
in the film. And um, like I said, like I loved every character in this movie. I, I thought they were all equally like vicious. Like these are some of the like, most vicious killers ever. And and yeah, I just I I loved it. I loved everything about Lemon and Tangerine. Everything. Like their dynamic. I loved his Thomas the Tank Engine references. Constant. They hysterical. And yeah, I just I like one of my favorite films, even though it's not a great film, <laughs> I'll admit it's not a great film, is a movie called Smoking Aces, where like, you know, you have all of these assassins in a building and they each cross paths and they all have some like some little tie-in to each other. This was like that, but only done way, way better, where it's like, yeah, this happens in the, in this part of the train, but like because this happened in that part of the train it's going to tie into this that's going on back there. And it's like, I love that. I love interconnected stories with multiple characters. That's one of, that's one of the hardest things I think ever to, to write um, is that type of story. So I, I just appreciated that so much. And, and I love how, they all, how it all worked together. I just thought it, it all tied together really well. And they had great MacGuffins and stuff throughout. I did like the uh, Channing Tatum scene. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> when he offered him $200 and it's going to be to switch clothes. And before he knows as he goes, is this like a sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Tangerine comes up. He's like, is this the sex thing? <laughs> yeah, he's like holding a gun to him. And he like looks at him and he goes, is this the sex thing? Yeah, that was I love it. it and he so turns fun. around he's like, damn, that ass or something. <laughs> Oh, it was, it was, oh, that's the other part that was, I didn't like, was him hanging on to the very back of the bullet train, going 200 miles an hour. It wasn't yet, it was still kicking up. It was still, yeah, it was, it's a moving train. Like, it's a moving train going, going pretty fast. He's hanging on to glass with his bare hands. Like, (laughs) (laughs) at at that speed, you should not be able to do that. I don't care who you are, like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that I, was definitely the moment where I was like, "Okay, yeah." So like, I'll, yeah. I'll suspend disbelief, but you're pushing it, like, like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's when he goes in, and then he walks by him again later on in the film. And he was like, "Look at that walk." Yeah. Like, <laughs> stupid. It was so funny though. I love Channing Tatum's character. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then of course, uh, the the character Zazie Beats played the Hornet, but her character in that that big, like anime, what like the costume, <laughs> or, like the the mascot of the bullet train was hilarious. Right like, when, when she was pulling back the suitcase and like playing tug of war mm-hmm. uh, with Ladybug. I also really enjoyed the story at the end where the whole movie is about him having bad luck. But I also like the elder and t- him telling him, he was like, you have bad, you carry the seven sorrows, so uh, others have good luck. Right. And he's like, well, that's kind of a crappy deal. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to carry the seven sorrows. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Like, so yeah, no. we That's actually one character we haven't talked enough about, which is Ladybug. Uh, like, 
yeah, like, this is the main character of the movie. And, like, Brad Pitt plays him well. Like, most of the humor of this movie comes from Brad Pitt. Um, yeah. And, like, and, and it works. I'm not, like, there's nothing, like, super forced. There is that one scene where they're, like, pretending to show the suitcase and he accidentally, like, flicks it open. It's just, like, so aggressively stupid <laughs> that he does that. Like, that's one moment where you're, like, Okay, I guess if you had to put one forced humor moment in here, fine. But like, other than that, um, I thought he was great. His uh, his comedic timing was excellent, and he's like the the most affable person on the among these uh these these killers. Is like he's trying not to do this, and he keeps killing people, and it's just hysterical. Like. It's, like personally, one of my favorite scenes is when he's fighting Hornet and she like shows him the antidote and he sticks it in his, his neck first. And she's like, he's like, you don't bring a second one? It's like, like, oh, like you should, you should have planned ahead. Like that's, 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 that's really bad thinking. Like, do you, do you need some, something, some water? Like, I was like, like that was- You want me to hold you? Right, like that was brilliant. That was really funny stuff. And I'm like, but yeah, like I, I liked his character. I like that we kind of catch him at a crossroads in his life, in, in the field that he's in. And um, I also like that he doesn't like guns. So he's like, he tries to avoid using guns at all costs, which I thought was cool because it's like, it gives, uh, it gives him a chance to really like showcase his skills with other weapons and, you know, and his, his hand-to-hand combat skills. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I do want to mention is just something that I absolutely loved was the way they used the White Death's son when, yeah. he, when he died, the way they masked it up. And then when they had to like try and show um, when, when they tried to, when they tried to show him like that he was alive, um, Tangerine, not Tangerine Lemon, was like making his hands move it was so funny man yeah so like there were some really strong humorous moments uh throughout and like personally i just think the action was incredible like really 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 strong action um i may i may wane on that uh you know if i see something else similar to that so um but i thought i just thought in terms of because like I was thinking of the gray man and I'm like you know the action pieces that we saw in that were grand in scale but they were tied into characters that I didn't really care for whereas this one you had really kind of awesome and some of them intimate action scenes but you had characters that I really liked and I love that and mm-hmm. I love that like you know even even the characters who are only there for a moment we get such awesome backstories about them, you know what I'm saying? Like the prince, like Hornet, like uh, the wolf. Like, they get really awesome backstories and we find out everything about them. And then, yeah, they may be gone, but like they have they have these great moments that I think are really, really cool. Um, Zach, you mentioned the water bottle earlier. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, the water bottle. So, yeah, the... They, they're introduced characters and then there's this like there's a scene where 
water bottle comes to him right as he's before he's about to throw it at him. And it like shows the water bottle's journey from the vending machine <laughs> from getting by a kid to uh lemon having it the whole time in the point of view of the water bottle, right. which was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I love that entire thing that they did with it's so. just it was so random and like kind of really unnecessary, but I like I love that. I love the style of this movie. That's one thing I, I, I meant to mention earlier is like the style of this is really cool. It's not necessarily unique, um, but it is still like really, really cool. Uh, you know, getting like the flashcard introductions of every character, getting these really like elaborate backstories, even though it's like we're right in the middle of this story. Uh, the editing, ooh, shout out the editing team. Like, <laughs> Shout out the editing team. Really, really well done editing. Uh, very smart cuts, very nicely, just paced well. Pace of this movie was tight. Like I really like enjoyed everything about it. Um, yeah, man, I, I dug it. Like overall, like I have no complaints. Like, yeah, there's some suspension disbelief moments. Um, you could argue like other people may have done, you know, these interconnected stories well or better. Um, you could you could say the humor wasn't enough for you. All of that. This is a movie I will revisit constantly. I think it's just it's just super fun. It's just a blast and a half. And like, and because it's based on a book story, book series, I am hoping that we get nine more of these. <laughs> like, like I, I hope we get a Fast and the Furious bullet train universe. <laughs> bullet plane. Bullet plane, bullet plane, trains and automobiles. <laughs> give, give me the whole, the whole nine, man. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to. See, I, I, I'm skeptical on a sequel, but if they're based on books, I mean, there, there's somewhere they, to go, right? Yeah, there's somewhere to go with them, and just like, like you said, like I'm excited to see this again. I'm already jonesing to go see it like another time, right? Like I wanted to go see it last night. I'm like, yeah, none of these times match up. But I have an entire day ahead of me, so I'm like, let me go see this again. <laughs> see, yeah, and see, this is where I would say you guys need to see some more of these movies that are out because there is definitely a better movie out right now, <laughs> and that is Vengeance. Hundred percent kicks this movie's ass. I don't care. I, <laughs> I, yeah, that this the vengeance the movie Vengeance is in my top ten of the year, and I've seen about close to eighty movies now. Wow. So, well. I, yeah, I'll, I'll take that as your recommendation for yeah. what's good. <laughs> yeah, actually, that'd be great. So, uh, so, but we can, uh, yeah. What what other what are some other things that um, you guys want to talk about? I'm pretty story. I mean, that's pretty much it for me. Like, I enjoyed pretty much every aspect of this. I loved the pace. I thought the pace was incredible because the characters were so. Um, like unique and, and and funny some of them just you know just very well developed for this interconnected story i just i dug it i dug it to pieces man so for me i, I loved every aspect of it yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it's the same for me like yeah there's a couple points you brought up where like eh, okay i can agree with you <laughs> about just the couple negatives here but as far as the film goes, there aren't really any negatives I can really come up with. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, there's several I've already talked about. <laughs> so there's this movie has plenty of faults. I mean, and I could see like I could see people not liking it. Like, yeah, sure. Like it's a it's your standard. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, like, no, I know some people who, who really didn't. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, you know, it, it is your standard, like, you know, action or uh shoot 'em up kind of movie. And if that's not your bag, you know what I'm saying? That's not your bag. But like, if you're looking for just a great fun time at the movies and, you know, just a really light story with some great action in it, I think this fits, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like, particularly the action movies that we've had this year, I mean, outside of RRR, like this is, this is pretty up there, like for, in, in my book. So I dug, I dug the hell out of this. Uh, so Let's go ahead and get final ratings. Brandon, what do you got for Bullet Train? I think I'm going to have to go with a four-star. Um, I think that's a solid answer there. I think overall, like looking at Letterboxd, everyone's gone four-star too. So, yeah, definitely overall, I, I'm going to have to give it a four-star. I am uh, going to ride that four-star with you. I think uh, this is just a lot of fun, a lot of a good time. could see myself watching this a, a bunch over and over again, so. Four star for me as well. Zach, what are you at? <laughs> Three and a half. Okay. Yeah. That's not, that's not bad. Good. It just doesn't get there for me. That's cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Four stars for me and Brandon. Three and a half for Zach. I mean, that gives you an idea. Like, like me and Zach, when me and Brandon both loved it. And it's not like, you know, it's not the Batman. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not. Top Gun Maverick, but it is a great film and and that we really enjoyed. It's and, a really good film. And Zach says it's a really good film. So you won't go, you won't go wrong checking out Bullet Train uh coming from our from our perspective. So uh that's our thoughts. If you've seen Bullet Train, let us know what you guys thought of it. Uh you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCopod. Let us know your thoughts on this movie. All right. So let's move on now to what's good. What's good, what's good, what's good. Zach, you kind of already given it away, but (laughs) (laughs) what has been good for you this week? Yeah, I am definitely going to have to go with the movie Vengeance. Um, it is something that I think when you see the trailers or anything for it, even even if you if you watch trailers, even if you see the trailers, like you watch the movie and it's just it's not something you expect. Um, uh, the whole premise of this the movie is this guy going on his own journey to find out basically like I don't know, like in a way like what is America like, and so he goes through this journey and is trying to discover what it means to live in America and what, what it means to um, like what it basically means to, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, like what, what causes us to think the way we think essentially. And the whole movie is about that. And there's a lot of twists and turns in it, and it, it just throws you off guard. And I really, really enjoy that movie. It's it's very deep. And as he's continuing to do this, like he's discovering more and more, not only about America, but about himself. And it's it's really, really cool. 
All right, Brandon, what do you got? Uh, so this is more of a what's bad from me. Um, oh. I, uh, nothing, nothing was good for you, Brandon? <laughs> no, uh, I haven't had a chance to really watch anything lately. Just life's been so busy. But um, I watched a film. I watched it with my parents. It was it was one of those movies on like Lifetime TV or something. Oh dear. <laughs> and it's called Safe Room. It came out this year, and it is one of the worst and most predictable films I've ever seen. <laughs> it is a complete spinoff, or not spinoff, a complete remake of the movie Panic Room. Ah. Uh. If there was no, if there was no good score, acting, cinematography, anything, one of the most predictable films I've ever, ever seen. I gave, I literally gave it a half star. So, um, yeah, that's what's bad for me. Yikes! This week. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I just saw it on uh on Letterbox. <laughs> yeah, you saw the you saw the scale. Yeah, it's not it's not good. Uh, so sorry about that. Uh, safe room wish wish you better luck next time uh, so the movie i'm gonna recommend i can't even believe i'm saying this somebody stop me oh my god uh, <laughs> uh guys dc's league of super pets is awesome phoenix stop <laughs> like super pets is awesome y'all like like it is so darn good i can't believe how good it is i'm i'm like devastated and distraught over this <laughs> like Zach freeze it looks like it <laughs> so like there's no way he's pondering my thoughts <laughs> after <laughs> what i'm saying uh yeah no he's he's been having computer issues so it looks like it, they finally took him out but uh <laughs> yeah he, he no. said he, he said he had a blue screen of death yeah so he'll be back in 20 minutes all right <laughs> But yeah, that's that's uh, what's good for me, man. DC's League of Super Pets. It is not a movie that I thought I would be praising like at all. Um, it did not look funny and it was hilarious. It did not look heartwarming and it was touching as all hell. There's a scene in particular with one of the dogs that I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, going somewhere. Like it was, it was really good. So like. Um, there's been some, some fairly decent animated movies this year, but I'm, I'm, I gotta say like DC League of Super Pets, man, it might be up there. It, it might be up there. It's, it's in contention, I think, for animated film of the year, but that's just me. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so you have, uh, <laughs> Vengeance from Zach, DC's League of Super Pets from me, and the good advice from us is to avoid safe room. <laughs> Brandon. So that's, I can't I, I can't believe I sat down and watched that. <laughs> that's what's been good from all of us here at Film Coach. So uh all right. I can I can do Zach's outro for him. <laughs> all right, so we lost Zach, but we're we're gonna uh we're going to try again next week. <laughs> so we're going to get up out of here, guys. Uh, Brandon, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears over on Letterboxd. Go check me out over there. Go check out what I'm watching. And you can go check out Zach's stuff. Since he isn't here to plug his uh, socials, you can go check out Zach over on Twitter at Zach, S-N as in Nancy, E-A-T-H, 
or Z Sneaks over on Letterboxd. Nice and uh <laughs> you guys can find me on twitter at imho reviews one that's the number one and on letterbox under pa clouden and forgive me for not uploading more content but i will start eventually on tiktok at imho film so uh and as always guys please follow the show at on twitter and instagram at film code pod and we will see you guys next week we are out of here peace <laughs>